What if his power only activates when somebody asks him to wait a specific amount of time? And then he's able to stretch that time by some multiplier. So, like, hey, your food's going to come out in five minutes. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) He goes to a restaurant to, like, activate his power on purpose. (laughs) He's like, how long will it be? And they're like, there's no way to tell. He's like, no, I need you to tell me. No, 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 how long? Wait, so I'm confused of what you guys think his powers is. Is he, he can dilate time, but he's only it's only if he's prompted yeah. by someone yeah. with a time related question. It's the flaw. It's like he's so like, he's gonna wear like he a really obvious watch. Yeah. And he's people are gonna ask him what time it is all the time, and he's like, Yes. No, no, no. It'll no. be No, it has it has it to be like has a, to be like in the future. Some kind of increment. Somebody has to be like, Hey, uh, this okay. will be ready in five minutes or Oh, I'll give you a call in an hour. And he's like, mm-hmm. and then he experiences that point of time like it lasts for a really, really long time. I don't know, man. This is a tough. Concept. It's not. It's not like... useful. No, it's not. It's, it's not useful. It's just. I feel like when we were down to our roots, like we had a guy who shoots salami out of his eyes. That's an easy <laughs> winner, okay? But we're introducing so many factors with this. We're talking about time. We've. I think we're coming off the interstellar episode you know too highfalutin you know we're, we're into the high concept science now um but i think we need to get back to our roots you know so my idea was shitty that's it that's yeah Den- all of denali's all ideas denali's awesome. ideas the deli dudes great i mean fantastic. i didn't say it <laughs> one one normal superhero would kill the deli dudes in two seconds could turn them into a sandwich and okay eat them. Time guy, they'd be like, I'm going to kick your ass in 10 seconds. And you'd be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So does, is he? So, so when someone says your meal will be out in 30 minutes, he can then dilate the time to make it like one second. Longer or, six or years. faster. Is that? Yeah. But then is it changed for, for him or is it changed for other people? He experiences time normally he's able to move right? through it how he, would he can like. move but but like he can <sighs> slow time down jesus christ i don't know i don't get it man i don't get this bitch <laughs> anyway flashpoint really mess with your head no i've i've understood flashpoint but you can't get guy this go guy fast time change <laughs> the guy at restaurant gets asked time i don't <laughs> All right, we are good boys gone bland. This is uh, episode 15, um, episode 5 of our Matthew McConaughey season. Uh, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jace. They're also co-hosts. I'm a guest. They're not just... I don't like to put labels on things. I have shitty superhero ideas. I'm not respected around here. (laughs) (laughs) You're uh, you're uh, this is our uh, superhero pitch uh, podcast. It <laughs> is slowly. What about a guy who can cry content. on command? Okay, his name is Jace. <laughs> <laughs> What's his origin story? You know, he was just a normal guy, <laughs> and all his really friends mean. shit on him all the time. <laughs> they don't respect his good ideas. <laughs> And then one day he snapped. <laughs> Are you crying at so, me? 
<laughs> it's kind of like lightly spraying him. <laughs> that's kind of that? gross. What is that? You know, like that's like, like a gleek. weirdly hard. <laughs> yeah, like it's a, like the amount of volume that comes out of a gleek, but it's like. Mm. <gasps> I'm like, I guess that's kind of impressive, but gross. <laughs> Are you, ma'am? Your your son has a, has a gift. We can hold. We, we can harness it. We can put out fires. It, it, the it's amount very of water small fires. Very <laughs> a match. It'll probably maybe. kill him. He needs to drink like a Gatorade. Or the X Men Mansion really needs a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about the crying thing. He could cry all he wants on his own time. We do need someone to clean the bathrooms. Beast, he fucking annihilates the toilets. We, I'm not gonna clean that. Jean Grey is a telekinetic. She won't even clean it. She doesn't even have to touch it. Yeah, think about that. Like, uh, if the, the X Men like be the janitor, is the X Men headquarters a secret? Or is it's it like good... do, do people know about it? I think well, they're out in the open. Only rich sure, people, because right? like. So do they have? Do they hire like normal non mutants to like do the normal work that any other institution would have to hire them for? I assume huh. so, right? Like administrative stuff, janitor stuff. The thing is, like mm. Jean Grey is like a class five t telekinetic, so I feel like she could. Oh, the, yeah, you know, the, it's, the it's telekinetics have classes, and we all know what the classes represent for the telekinetic people. She's a class five. Yeah, class well, five is the worst. She, uh, whenever she grabs something telekinetically, she feels it. it. So she can't clean the shit because when she touches the shit, she's like, no. Oh, oh. She doesn't feel it. She doesn't feel the shit. Okay. <laughs> you can pick up anything. You can touch it. But you have to feel it. it feels... <laughs> but it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> You're right. She, she, yeah, she's a, she's a really strong mutant, Denali. <laughs> Right up there with Santa uh, Claus. Did we talk about this before that Santa Claus is in the X Men comics? No. He is like talk about X Men all that often. Not like, specifically. I've had yeah. probably five X Men conversations in my life, and I think four <laughs> of them are with you. <laughs> well, okay, because and the Marvel canon. Yep. Um, as like a class five mutant, one of the most powerful mutants of all time. Um, but he only operates one day out of the year to uphold Christianity. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really understand the concept but he can like teleport you know around the world like really fast and he's like ultra strong and i think they use him to stop the nazis did santa Anyways. give presents to nazis in in a world that santa exists okay um see we we really discussed santa a lot in the christmas <laughs> but we can okay let's revisit this let's re reopen this case real quick okay um Santa does differentiate if they're good. So probably gave them coal. But, you know, it would probably fed kind of the Nazi war machine by providing them with a fuel That's a source. lot of coal. You know, yeah. yeah a lot of coal. 1938, it's, you just get handed, like, a one piece of coal for every German child. You're set. And that's, that's a, I mean, no wonder. That's yeah, a world, that's a went. war changer. Yeah. Well, okay, so it's only if the child's naughty. As being a Nazi sympathizer... As a child, as someone who doesn't, um, you know, doesn't understand the implications, does that does that put you on the naughty list? Isn't this the literally the plot of uh, Jojo Rabbit? Oh, yeah. okay. okay. So this, would Jojo Rabbit is, be getting? Yeah, this is an okay. Music? Just so just so this is clear, this is an okay conversation to have. As of last year, the the big movie came out. 
This is okay. We can talk about this now. Nazis? We can talk about Jojo Rabbit. We can talk about Santa Claus giving Nazis presents? Child Nazis. There Uh, there was a period of time where you can't just seriously talk about about the the implication of children being Nazis. Yeah. I want to say 40 years. I mean, most kids even not raised by Nazis are Nazis. I mean, they're, they run around and they're angry and they demand chicken they're, nuggets They're Nazi-like. The yeah. They have things in common with a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, Nazi oh. higher-ups. Yeah. Spend about 30 minutes in a Call of Duty lobby. You'll realize how many child Nazis there are. Yeah. You know what else you'll and experience? they are getting coal. <laughs> Taco Bell Bob Blast. Game fuel, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Okay, so we are, we're halfway through our Matthew McConaughey season, right, guys? Mm-hmm. We finished. We are. No, right? Is the, is the, does, the, does the time kind of fly? Like, I feel like we just got on board. I'm um, having fun. <laughs> uh, there was a piece of news that I read recently about Matthew McConaughey that I think we'd be remiss if we didn't address. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Matt is, Man, it, is it what I think it is? Are we done for? Can we not air this season? Uh, well, well, no, we can. <laughs> no, I don't think anything's come out about Matt. Okay. As of March 14th, mm-hmm. um, our boy Matt should be mostly clean. I, I haven't seen anything, but uh, he has floated out the idea of running for the governor of Texas. Oh, yeah. I actually saw that a little while ago. He, it was on a talk show. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the current governor, Greg Abbott, but from what I've heard, not good. Um, yeah. It's sort seems- of a... Uh... It's sort of an anywhere-is-up situation. Yeah. And I know, like, look, this is not an endorsement, okay? But it seems like Matthew McConaughey might be kind of like a middle-of-the-road shooter. Um, and that might be a level up from what we are, what, what we got in Texas. However, uh, we need to, I think, really curtail the trend of people voting for celebrities just mm-hmm. because they're celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck does he know about sure. anything? Yeah. There's, there's someone else more qualified, more educated who knows more about how to run the government, who could be running in place of Matthew McConaughey. You say that now. And do better things. Just wait like until he gets up no. on that stage <laughs> and he starts talking. I know, that's what I'm saying, Jace. I <laughs> close like, my ears whenever he starts talking. I can't stand the man. That's the other part. It's like, he's, he also started a YouTube channel like yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. So, so you're not, you're, yeah. I'm not sold. I'm not sold because uh, I don't live in Texas, so he won't be getting my vote. Yeah, I can't vote for him. Look, this ain't this ain't the politics podcast, but um, this did pique my interest. It did. Good it boy's it is gone interesting. Ballot. Good boys gone ballot. <laughs> um, Man, it did pique my great interest names. in the middle of our our Matt season. Um, that that Matthew McConaughey is looking for higher power. <laughs> He's accumulating power, and I hope. I'm worried that we might be indirectly affecting the election. It's all we're, oh, we're, we're it, okay. That, that's a, that's the other thing. <laughs> if if he runs for governor and like gets elected, and becomes you know in the daily talk, we yeah. are going skyrocketing. Oh, okay. Oh, sna- okay. That's fair. So, so maybe we should help him out. Yeah, well, let's rewind that. Rewind, rewind the tape. <laughs> Edit that out. Yep. 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 I would... So well, the one thing I was thinking is I think no matter what, anybody's mm-hmm. listening should absolutely vote for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> because Please you know why? Don't be a Nazi, he's, Matt. he's a celebrity. Yeah. Celebrity? That means Good. he's cool. And mm-hmm. that means people will think you're cool if you vote for him. Bingo. You know, I was thinking about just running for governor and just 
making things right and living life with all these oh, beautiful fuck people. Yeah, this guy. And we were just gonna, gonna get make up there. Right. And we're gonna go around and we're gonna make Texas beautiful like Texas is beautiful. Oh. Hey, this guy's gonna make Texas beautiful. You hear that shit? Lip what do you mask. got to say? Oh. <laughs> Um, I think we should listen to scientists and uh, Ooh, really listen boring. to the and oh. I was a scientist. Negative, once. negative, negative. And this guy only talks about what's bad. I went. Oh, fucking good the, movie. Yep, I went past the wormhole and I saved humanity. You hear I that am shit? the scientist. What have you done? Was hey other I'm, guy? I'm the leader of the CDC and uh, I, I made. Oh, those cronies! Relations They're and fucking I'm, corrupt. Uh, I played a member of the CDC hey. in a little movie called. <laughs> ever seen contact i talk with aliens <laughs> the thing is, is is if matt has actual power um let's say he wins he wins texas and goes the route of george bush and becomes god forbid president mcconaughey um he Free. might he might have some powers to retaliate he can make a podcast shitting on us and instantly get a million views yeah <laughs> imagine that imagine if like yeah, Ben Affleck or Matthew McConaughey gets wind of what we're doing here, and they create an anti Good Boys Gone GBGB's podcast. <laughs> they shit on us. That's way worse than all the times you guys joke about Ben Affleck coming up to you on the street and punching you in the face. Like, I would so much <laughs> rather be punched in the face and be, like, publicly shamed. Somebody at your work is like, man, I hate you. Like, what? <laughs> Oh my god, did you see the latest fuck GBGB's episode last? Oh shit, it's Jace here. Hey Jace, what's up? Hey. Okay, yeah, Matthew McConaughey just went off for three hours about how he hates Jace's shirts. Oh. <laughs> he's wearing it, he's wearing it! Look oh my god, it. he's wearing it to work. Wow. <laughs> so embarrassing. If I can get Matthew McConaughey or Ben Affleck to do an impression of me, though, I think um, I'd put that on my resume. <laughs> what if... McConaughey is a really good actor, right? Like he's he's really good at playing roles that are believable. What if he acted like a really good responsible governor? That's interesting. Mm. Mm -hmm. You might be able to get him with that one. I know. So I come up to him and be like, <laughs> Matt, I've got the script. It's it's called <laughs> the Green New Deal and socialized healthcare and gun control, <laughs> and I want you to act act so important like someone who supports these things and use your McConaughey drawl with your with your improv skills and then just hire a camera crew to like follow him around everywhere he goes yeah he'll and think it's an acting about game. you you play the president mm -hmm. and you're passing all this legislation and that's yeah that might work yeah and then he doesn't know that he actually won a real election he thinks it's all a movie like kind of like a Truman show type of thing like a reverse Truman show yeah I'll do it Somebody follows him around with one of those play cards. They're like, big crowd, right, for the film? <laughs> See, go ahead. And then there's, like, people who, like, you know, parachute in and try to tell him. <laughs> Get him out of here. Like... So it's, you have, like, the, uh, the people running against Greg Abbott, all the campaign machinery. They're like, it's integral that nobody tells Matt that this is a real campaign. <laughs> he cannot talk to anybody that's not an actor or member of the crew. There's like a Facebook page called Shut the Fuck Up Texas. <laughs> Nobody tell Matt that he's actually the governor. <laughs> okay, Matt, today's role is you're going to be signing a bill. This I like is, this idea. 
This is the longest movie I've ever been a part of. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to change the game. It's, it's a new Game of Thrones. I've been pulling 12-hour oh. days for four years, man. I don't know when this movie going to air. We've, we've got a trailer out. You can watch it on CNN tonight <laughs> at 6 if you want to. Oh, I did pretty good. Well, boys, how are we feeling about Matt five episodes in? Are we are we are we charmed by Matthew McConaughey five episodes in like we were Ben? I feel like it's different. Feels different. From vibe. From vibe. Um <laughs> for me, like the more I'm exposed to this type of person longer, it's becoming less tolerable to me. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. And we can we can get into the movie because because I feel like this movie his my map meter score is going to be relatively in the upper upper echelons. <laughs> um, he has a flavor, um, and I, I think it's it's great in small doses, but maybe all at once. In if you bought a DVD box set, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little too much, you know. It's not an everyday food. We spent a lot yeah. of time in a four year time span of his filmography <laughs> for our first five. I think three of we them have been 2002 to 2005. <laughs> but that's when he got yeah. famous, famous, you know? Yeah, so, we're, I mean, we're riding on peak energy. We haven't done – all of our variation has been in that three years. We haven't – That's true. We, we're, we're not getting a good core sample here. We're, we're digging We're get, digging in the higher concentrations. Like, we're eating, like, um, a really sharp cheese, you know? And we, we spent, like, a whole season eating, like, mild cheddar with – Ben Affleck, we're like, you know what? I can fuck with this in like a homemade quesadilla. And this is all right. This is all right, pretty good. And it actually elevates a lot of meals. But this this stanky, like really sharp cheese, every day it's a lot. <laughs> and that's what I'm kind of feeling about McConaughey. I think maybe, I don't know. He's a little... When Ben's on screen, like when Ben Affleck is on screen okay. doing something, I'm like, okay. Like Ben's doing something. All right. Like Ben, what's he gonna do? Oh, 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 Ben. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Like I like watching Ben because he was, you know, a husband who was cheating on his wife, and then he was a reverse engineer, and then he was an mm -hmm. accountant for the mafia. There was a lot going yeah, he on. He plays with, weird roles. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot going on with Ben Affleck. Right. But. <clears throat> I like to call him Double M. Double M doesn't have, <laughs> <M &M>. <laughs> doesn't have a lot going on. He's like, I'm a New Yorker who's in love with this lady. I'm a guy from Texas who's in love with this lady. And five weeks is a lot. I mean, <laughs> we got astronaut at least. We, we double dipped okay, in that. His interstellar character, yeah. That was interesting, I thought. Um, we got Dragon Hunter. Got, okay, that okay. That, that was that was. I'm thinking okay. about. We got Astronaut and Maybe Dragon Hunter. We just Hunter. don't like rom coms. Ryan, you don't like rom coms, man. <laughs> I think we That's uncovered it. it. <laughs> we don't like rom coms. <laughs> we okay. Our fans know this. I we like, pick the episode. We pick the movie at the end of the last episode. <laughs> Matt's gonna in Wait, Matt's so, fifth episode of Fuck GBGBs. He's gonna be like, "You guys chose it. Why are you talking shit about me?" Because. <laughs> <laughs> We are such like little boys because like we're like I like the ones where he's an astronaut and hunting dragons. 
<laughs> I don't like the kissy ones. Well, but to be fair, those are the ones that are like, they're pretty ambitious. They've got other stuff going on. It's not oh, just like, yeah, that's it's, what you're saying. It's not just like there's a random kissy stuff and then he goes and fights dragons. And we're like, we only like the ones that, you know, were the parts where he's fighting dragons. Like, there's other stuff going on in the astronaut movie, then I like it. I like the love story Ryan and all doesn't those. like smoochin' movies. Well, some of them. There wasn't a lot of smoochin' in Interstellar. I like my smoochin' on one this end movie. of the spectrum or the other. Mm -hmm. Well, this this one was uh, with Smoochin' City. And I don't think we've, we've mm. said yet what we've watched. Um, and I, I feel like we should say the title now. <laughs> um, Ryan! How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, my turn? A... No, I wanted you to say the title of the movie. Oh, I no way. That's a minefield for me. You're gonna you're gonna have to do it eventually, Ryan, because I think you've got the synopsis this week. I even um, wrote it down wrong. It's it's tough. And should we? Is there a way we can shorten this to um, H T A Hitag? How to lose a tie and tag. Ten... How to lose a tie? How to lose a tie? How to lose a tie? See, we're already fucking up. See, <laughs> it's a tongue twister. A hitalig, hitalig, Yeah, So from now on, we're talking about this movie. We just say hitalig. Yeah, something like or how to lose a guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this movie actually, Brian, do you want to just take it away? Do you want to? No, you wanna just, uh, it's not my turn. Movie? Is it my turn? Is it? So okay, I did uh, Sahara. So I, I was believe. Interstellar. No, no, we gotta get break the cycle. We have to. <laughs> Riot, you've been, you've done all the rom com ones so far, and I want you. Okay, I want you to give this a fair shot, Ryan. Fuck, I'm not ready. I didn't let I didn't let my bias show through in my other reviews. Yeah, I want you to sell this. You're a professional. Part of being a lawyer is impartial. Being impartial, <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> this guy who totally it's not. sucks. In fact, it is like, definitely a murderer. Is innocent. <laughs> I'm actually one of the very, very, very few lawyers who are mm -hmm. supposed to be impartial. Most everybody, you're supposed to be vehemently impartial. Your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to like, you're supposed to Pulls take off. some to the chest for your client. Okay. So I want you to take something, take something to your chest for uh, how to lose a guy in ten days. <laughs> sure, days sure. First. How to lose <laughs> a guy in ten days? Ryan killed your family, <laughs> but some of the evidence donated <clears throat> was and taken I'm his attorney? immorally. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only attorney. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's like, sorry, you man. Defend you drew it. the call. Like you're, you're literally next on the list. I'm not. You, I can show you the list if you want. You're sort of here. I'm coming in. Take it. Take a feel good comfortable. Of that. I don't. I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. So, Matthew McConaughey in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Now, Matthew McConaughey in this movie. It is a romantic comedy, and he plays an advertising executive in New York. Follow me here, folks. So. Matthew McConaughey is a single guy looking to mingle. And his boss, through a series of hijinks, 
somehow entrusts upon Matthew McConaughey the new pitch for their new their next ad campaign, right? And Matthew McConaughey is like, I can I can sell the pitch to the client. Don't worry about me. I can do it. You should trust me. And the ad executive doesn't want to do it. So they make a bet. And if Matthew McConaughey can make a girl fall in love with him in 10 days, essentially, then he wins the pitch in his, in his job and he gets a kind of like a promotion, but not really, but he gets up in the world. Now, there's two storylines. Completely separate. Complete, yeah, exactly. Completely <laughs> separate from that is Kate Hudson. Um, she plays a writer at what is essentially Cosmopolitan magazine. Cosmo. It's not Cosmo. It's yeah. It's called a it's... different name, but whatever it's called. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Cosmo. And Kate Hudson has to write an article based on her friend's personal life, which her friend like can't get a guy to stick around for longer than like a week, and so she writes this article: How to lose a guy in ten days. And for her job, she has to get a guy to date her, and then she has to get the guy to dump her in the next 10 days. And, oh boy, lo and behold, <laughs> do, is there the mother of all coincidences? A clash of titans! When both these <laughs> gorgeous A-listers walk into the same restaurant in New York City when these bets are happening. And... They find each other, of course, through movie magic. And so Matthew McConaughey is the guy that has to dump Kate Hudson for Kate Hudson's job. And Kate Hudson is the girl that Matthew McConaughey mm -hmm. has to get fallen in love with. I don't know. Who knows? So they, they do everything you can imagine, right? Uh, Matthew McConaughey, like, swoons her, tries to get, take her on all these dates, buys her flowers, you know, doesn't sleep with her. Yeah, that's the trope in there, too. Um, problematic, yes, but... And then puts up with basically all her shit, because she is purposefully fucking with him. She purposefully, like, makes him go get a drink for her in the final minute of an NBA Finals game when they're at the game. Which is kind of... I thought that was a pretty funny scene. Then, as the movie goes on, because it's two hours long, as the movie goes on, Kate Hudson decides to epic. Yeah. <laughs> ramp things up quite steeply. Like, right, like things go zero to 100 real quick in this one. Like, has to take drastic measures in order to get him to dump her. And, of course, he never does until the, what you could call the climax of this movie, which is an argument on a sidewalk. And they find out that the other person is doing a, doing a contest. And they find out that they're actually in love with each other for once. And for once in a romantic comedy, finally, I can't believe it. Finally. <laughs> this, is a, this romantic comedy blows things out of the window because no other rom-com has thought that the two people who you thought weren't going to fall in love during the whole movie actually do end up falling in love, and it's like a happily ever after. You know, how nice is it to subvert tropes? Wait a minute. I got Ryan. I got, I got 
I got a little too. Maybe I'm being a little too. That's not C plus. That's not right down the middle. That's it. I that's can't the, tell if you're that's, being sarcastic. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the synopsis. That's it. I'm done. There's no dramatic conclusion. They fall in love. They don't lose each other. They fall in 10 happily days. ever after. So Matthew McConaughey wins. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. the story. Uh, I mean, she didn't say she loved him though. She was like, "It's been ten fucking days." <laughs> I mean, they end up together. They start dating regular style. Every great relationship starts. <laughs> Every good relationship starts with a bet and constant lying. <laughs> yeah, and this movie is essentially like reverse Bachelor. <clears throat> You're trying where she's like trying really hard not to get picked, um, but he's like the Bachelor that's been told that he needs to pick someone really hard i guess but everyone's trying not to be picked i guess but it's one person you guys remember that? <laughs> have you guys ever what uh the fuck are you talking about yes okay. watch, i don't the watch the bachelor okay. so, so so i don't know if you guys remember in like the mid 2000s there was the reality show boom right there was tons of dating shows um but one of the shows was was a show that i remember it called for love or for money do you guys remember that one yeah that one was fucking buck wild, dude. I I think about it all the time. Is that the one where they offered the money? Yeah. So like, you could if you get picked as the finalist, right? Like like in The Bachelor, um, you can either like go off with them and live happily ever after, or win a million dollars and turn them down. <laughs> like how fucked up? That's is so that fucking dude? funny. What? <laughs> and so like, <laughs> so there's people who like join the show. And they're straight up like, yeah, I, I don't really like this person. I'm just going to try to fake like them so I can get a million dollars and get them to fall in love with me, essentially. And so it's this, like, really sick version of The Bachelor. And it went on for, for like, seasons. Hmm. I remember there was this one idiot. He, like, met the girl's parents. He was, like, talking to them. And they're like, so, do you really love our daughter? And he's like, well, I, I like her as a person. But honestly, I think the million dollars is going to really help me in my life. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> Well, okay, first of all, it's fucked up you're even doing this. But second of all, why are you telling her family this? Because it's a reality TV, baby. That's yeah, showbiz. Yeah. It's all made up and it doesn't matter. I remember they were on the Today Show, like the the winners or whatever, like the people who got together. Um, and they were like talking to them and they were like, why can't you just uh, take the money and, and like meet up later? And they kind of like hemmed and hawed about it and like they didn't really broach it. And I think that's part of the reason why this you show know, got canceled. I feel <laughs> Just... they th that would this that would almost be a, be a show that's better for now than it was back then because of the influence of, uh, you know, of, because of influencers like mm. a part a part of being on The Bachelor and just getting to the top five is how much clout you get on the Internet and how much money you can make by being sponsored by brands. Oh, yeah. So this is almost even better because everyone knows <laughs> what's being competed for and you get to the end and you're like, wow, I can take a million dollars right now uh, and not date this person because I'll never be able to share an Instagram story with them again or the company will come after me and kill me. It's like, or we can just get married <laughs> okay. and we can be Instagram famous and make a million dollars anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that was a word vomit. Hold on. It works better now because of influencers, just, um, I think. Yes, no, I, I think you're right. And I think they should redo the show for, for that reason. Um, I'm looking at season three and four of the show. They like 
they like really changed it so that if you chose the money instead of the love, I think they randomized the amount of money you get from between $1 and a million dollars. They randomize it? I think they, yeah, because they like randomize the contest contestants so that if you win, you could potentially cho choose money and get one dollar. <laughs> Jenny, you picked the one dollar man. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's <laughs> that's so insulting and funny for both parties. These there's some <laughs> really funny reality shows. Like the problem is, is that like. Not enough people who go on reality shows are like really, really into the game aspect. Um, Survivor, boy, those people know what's like know what's being played for, and they'll vote people out if they think that person has enough money. Like for real, if oh. there's been like retired sports stars and everything on it, and like fuck this guy, first chance we get, he doesn't need a million dollars, and the. the I love that. I'm watching. There's this uh, former child star, and even though she doesn't have any of her money from when she was a child star, uh, she's keeping her identity a secret because she knows if everybody finds out, then they're gonna kick her off. That's that's awesome. I fucking love that. But yeah, this this movie reminds me of shit like that, right? Like, because it's all about bluffing, and they kind of go into a little bit with that. Bullshit. That bullshit game they play with the cards, right? Which is a microcosm of the entire thing they're doing where they're bullshitting each other and trying to win a competition. Is there ethical concerns with what they're both doing? In the you know, movie? Matthew McC oh, yeah. in the movie. Okay. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> was, was like, I mean, I understand that it was a bet, but was being a legitimately good person. He could have just been like, yeah, I'll make her fall in love with me and then oh, maybe I'll continue to date her. <laughs> yeah, see, he didn't say he would dump, but it is a little fucked up. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is, yeah, I would be mad if I found out. But, I mean, I think both of these characters are maybe a little bit on the psychopath spectrum, where what they if, can just shut off their empathy. <laughs> what if after, you know, she found out and she broke up with him, Matthew McConaughey looked at you, you're his, the girlfriend in this situation, and looks at you, he's like, aren't you trying to make everybody fall in love with you in 10 days? Am I trying to make someone fall in love with me in 10 days? Bye. If you're dating, okay, he says that to a girl. She's like, okay. you made a, well, okay, so the morally dubious part is okay, the so he could Because if you're dating somebody yeah. and you like them, you're trying to make them fall in love with you. So, right, yeah. The specifically morally dubious so part. So he could that say that we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Just that he also happens to get a raise. Yeah. And a really great. He's like, there's you're incentive. Gonna, you're gonna there's love a, it right, when there's, I'm more Yeah, money. there's just an outside incentive. Yeah, but, but thing is, they picked him, someone at random. Yeah, they didn't pick yeah. somebody at random though. It was gamed by those the two employees because they knew about the other side. Okay, they knew oh, about. Yeah. Okay, Kate there's, a, there's a lot of plot layers. There's to some this. gaming. If we really peel it back, there's a lot of plot layers to this. Honestly, the premise is kind of funny. It's like, a good premise. I like. Oh it. yeah. I thought it, it's like when you think about it, it's it's a pretty fucking funny premise, and it's kind of a little bit of a flip, I think. Yeah, it's a twist on like Taming of the Shrew. Mm. Dick right. Refy, where um guy has to tame lady who's independent and turn her into a good wife. Yeah, really has to tone it down. I thought you were talking about the 1998 hit where a man makes a mouse circus. Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> uh. 
Um, I haven't seen the one you're talking about. Sorry. Seen it? <laughs> it's a Shakespeare, dude. <laughs> haven't seen it. What's streaming? Uh, we read it together. We were in the same English class when we read that book. No. You can't find an account Sorry. on TikTok that's called Taming of the Shrew, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, anyways... <laughs> I like the intro of Kate Hudson's character where, you know, she keeps saying she's like, oh, you know, like, I want to get into like actual journalism. It's hard hitting. But they show that as like her typing this thing up and it's like how to br and that's how to bring peace to Tajikistan. <laughs> and then she's they're like, you can't air that. This is about shoes and fashion. She's like, oh, man, and, and deletes it. <laughs> I just think that was such a weird and clumsy way of showing. That. Yeah. And the thing is, is like. Only someone who doesn't know anything about complex geopolitical circumstance could think that you can solve it in a short 500-word article. If someone does, it's you definitely end that article with, and that's how you bring peace to Tajikistan. <laughs> it's that simple, folks. We're going to have to turn you down from working here at the New York Times because all of your articles are how-to articles, and it really doesn't hit with our To end the COVID pandemic. Hey, guys, um, I wanted to do something. Um, I wanted to come up with a list of subtle things you think you could do to lose a girl in 10 days. Subtle, so not what Kate Hudson was doing. Yeah, yeah. So they, those. I should that say was Kate the, Hudson's character. I should that say was Kate the, Hudson's character. So those that was the clashing, of, like that was clashing of the titans. They both had a mm -hmm. bet, so they both had stake yeah. in it. You know, which was which was forcing the craziness. But so this is like know, a Seinfeld esque a, thing, in, like yeah, in like a realistic scenario. If you did some of the things that she did, you would have gotten dumped. You know, day one. Okay, so let's so, do our own advice column to. Yeah. You know, to, to kind of see how to how to I think guys do that by accident so fucking often that they don't need an advice column. <laughs> so I was thinking well, this is that number one hmm. could be like stay over her house, take a shit in the toilet, and don't flush. Hmm. <laughs> or that is good. what is upper with... decker? <laughs> what? That's so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Upper decker is not subtle. That's an act of terrorism. <laughs> leaving a shit out there. <laughs> you can't just Why does be like, shit water keep coming oh, down into my toilet? Okay. Uh, I took an upper decker. I <laughs> gotcha. And just own up to it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! The real subtle way, folks. So, so fellas, if you're if you want to know what not to do on a date. Is don't take an upper decker or the first time you go over to her, her yeah, house. Yeah, so an upper decker is when you take a dump in oh, yeah. the water tank of the toilet <laughs> instead of and in then the you bowl. go, yard. It's time to swab this poop deck. When, when you do it, I do that every time I wipe. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a so, okay. sea-based adventure novel, fantasy novel, man. <laughs> of course, he says that. I got poop deck jokes on the ready. <laughs> At what point do you show um, do you show the girl your Warhammer figurines? Uh, Can't be week one. We've been married for a year. I, there that's we go. How, yeah, how long, married that's one how, year. How long I waited? <laughs> When you have a legally binding contract and it'll be just too much administrative work to split it at that it. point. We're, at that point, she thinks it's kind of funny. We're talking, we're talking 10 days <laughs> here. 
So it might not be the figurines, depending on the girl. It would be the money spent. Taking her. <laughs> even taking her, the to the, <laughs> take her to the game store. You Do not show her stop. your best friend from the game store, Jerry, who also frequents Magic the mm. Gathering conventions and hasn't showered. And... So, so don't do issue. that, fellas. I have a side story. It's a big issue, yeah. I have a side story. So... One of Julie's coworkers God. wants to uh, like start hanging out with us and stuff. I mean, we're all vaccinated and everything, following CDC guidelines. But the issue is, this girl talks about her ex boyfriend a lot. Ooh. And uh, well, put it on the list. The that's guy. Number, that's number three. <laughs> uh, she well, she like is moved on. And she's like dating and stuff again. But to Julie, she'll talk about him, and she'll be like, "What do you like to do?" Um. Uh, my my ex boyfriend he was kind of a nerd, you know. I don't, I'm not really into that stuff. He was like really into board games, and he would do like board game nights, mm. and uh, he would play like Magic the Gathering and played like Dungeons and Dragons. Like a and cool Julia, guy. The, this whole time, Julia's like, ah, uh, oh, whoa, oh, oh man. Oof. And but the Good thing, thing is, my it's like, guy doesn't. Can do I that. get his number? <laughs> can we? Can we get? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. What's his number so I know to avoid him? <laughs> And like, so that's funny because we don't play magic and we're not part of that crowd, but it's hard to tell someone it's okay. You can hang out with us. We're not, we're nerds, but we're not like bad, the bad kind of nerds. You know, we're the open and welcoming. Oh, we shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so there's, there's no bad kind of nerd. It's, it's just the, the. The the bad kind is the people you need who don't to shower. you need to yeah you need to take care of your personal hygiene first and foremost. Okay, so that's that, add that to the list, Jace. So we got um, bathe regularly, don't take upper deckers, um, hide Warhammer figurines until ten days afterwards at least, or year after I'm, marriage. I'm, oh, I'm keeping this is the opposite, Jace. I'm keeping shit in the toilet and leave it open at their house the first day because the upper decker that's getting you broke up within day one. Is Some people don't know to not do that. <laughs> well, okay, because she wrote the advice column okay. as like a reverse advice column for her friend, basically, right? Because Kate Hudson's friend was was you know romantically hopeless, and she was like, "Well, yeah. I'm going to do all of the shitty things that she does Catherine to Hawk. get a guy to break up with me." Catherine, Catherine Hahn was the Thank friend, you. and she was amazing. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, got a pretty good list there. Well, so these are these are things that you might think it's okay to do hmm. but you shouldn't do them yeah talk about your ex a lot yeah that'd be, that'd be good that's on there well, flushing the toilet you should maybe they come from okay, a family okay. who conserves first water, of all you know <laughs> first of all don't take a shit in someone else's house ever okay if i'm taking a shit at someone's house that means it is a defcon fucking five emergency like i will be either taking a shit or Making a big old mess, and you're getting broken up with. So in ten days, yeah. Don't, don't Defcon's count down. Defcon one, Defcon one emergency. Can't. Yeah. The thing is, it's like uh, when you, if you take a shit at someone's house or use their bathroom in general, you can't flush more than oh once. Oh my god, right? guys! Thing is, if you flush more than once, you, they're gonna know it's a oh, shit. Oh, they already know, right? man. They know. I'm in there for so long. Yeah. What? I'm not a. <laughs> I can't, I'm not locked and loaded. It's like, man, you're going to have to excuse me for a few minutes. Well, you could, it could just be a big, long piss. It's two flushes. Oh, also, if you guys pro tip. peed long enough, if, you, or it if, fills if up. you guys are at somebody else's house, 
Mm-hmm. You sit down when you pee. Yeah. You sit down when you pee at someone else's house. Please, guys. I don't pee at other people's houses, so, yeah. Well, if you had to, you sit down. Just do it. I pee in the sink when I go to my friend's houses. <laughs> yeah, don't, that way it's close. And, and no plug splash. the stopper. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I have to, because I need to measure how much volume is in it. Which is, <laughs> it's called an upper pisser, where you... Uh... <laughs> So took an upper decker and so an upper pisser in there. Rails. <laughs> this fucking oh yeah, this movie. <laughs> we, should, we should get back to the movie, guys. Uh, wait, we gotta finish my list. That's only five. We need a. Uh... Oh, oh, you Jesus. have other okay, stuff. Okay. I oh, thought, I, I, I thought we were making the stuff. Yeah, we are making the stuff. I'm writing the list down. So oh, we I only got to my... write it. Yeah. So what are Look, they? These... What are they? What are they? Um. So one of them is not caring about your hygiene. Uh, which mm-hmm. I was given a note by Taylor. He thought that if you like didn't like them, you just stopped brushing your teeth. That'd be a great way to get broken up with in ten days. But you'd mm-hmm. have to see mm-hmm. them a lot. So uh, any the, so the poop, the poop related the ones. Don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about your ex a lot. Okay. Another one. Uh, another one. Uh, learn an annoying instrument. Ooh. It's gonna be a good one. Bagpipes. Got... You know how harmonica. many Sorry, boxes Ryan. I check on this leg? <laughs> Like on this list. <laughs> this on this list. It's like enforce them to listen to. <laughs> I literally have ticked off every one of these boxes, guys. Well, Ryan, Julie is a saint. <laughs> oh, that's why I kissed the ground she walks on. You didn't do it in the first ten days. That's the thing. This is the. This is fine for. Yeah, oh yeah, the marriage. List. The marriage <laughs> list is way different. <laughs> the marriage list is is more sad and weird. Uh, this is for the people who are into who are still in the early phase. For all the helpless, oh, helpless. Um... I didn't realize how annoying I am. <laughs> you guys are list, like ironically listing up things not to do that are obviously getting you broke up with, and I do them all. Like, well, let's I think, think of more things Ryan does. <laughs> <laughs> Record a podcast with your friends and ignore her for oh, yeah. four hours every night. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay, guys, I think oh, we have a pretty solid list on how to lose somebody in 10 days. <laughs> Let's, uh, well, <laughs> did I take it away? That was a good list, guys. Uh, we'll post that up on the Twitter. <laughs> um, okay. We talked about uh, Kate Hudson's intro. Let's talk about Matt's intro in this movie. Shirtless? We got the shirtless scene in there. We've also got classic rock blasting i forgot i don't know if it was steppenwolf again but he was like roaring on a motorcycle yeah. like you know skipping through the new york you know like streets and stuff it was really badass takes off the helmet and then his first line is ladies <laughs> what's our hello ladies count for this movie is it at least in the 30s yeah quite high and most of them are in the first five minutes Amber like leaned over and she was like, "How many times is this fucker just gonna say ladies?" Because he like he's like, "Hello, ladies," and he walks into the office. He's like, "Ladies," hey, <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps going like, "Hey, ladies," like over and over again. I'm like, "We fucking get it, dude. This guy's supposed to be some kind of ladies man. Please stop saying hello, ladies." Okay, we this is 2003, so yeah, we're, there's gonna be things in there, right? Yeah. Um, but the other the part where he's like, "I love women. I love my grandma. I love my mom." <laughs> I love women as a four-year-old. Like, no, he says respects. He clarifies 
about three seconds too late mm-hmm. that he was talking about respecting women. He's like, I don't care if it was he, like a some lady or if it was a, my four year old niece or something like that. And then he's like, or my grandma. I respect just a women. bizarre. Whoa! If you're lead, lead with that. He, yeah, it's just a weird phrase to say. Like, just yeah. Of of the like the movies we've watched that have had things that are just like not defendable at all from an age from being from an earlier era. I thought this one had the least maybe faux pas. I agree. Besides like calling everyone sissy. That one that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I I agree, Jace. Like there was things here and there, but it's like, well, it's fucking 2003, you know, just don't do that now movies. And I just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, um, not their, um, their on-screen chemistry was pretty good. Like I thought her kind of antics was pretty funny and then matt's like his reaction like his contained frustration was actually really funny to watch um i actually really enjoyed their back and forth yeah he did and a really... i think other people did too because they're in fool's goal together yeah he did like obviously annoyed right like he Very was well. doing a lot of like deep breaths i think and yeah. not only when she was doing her antics so when kate hudson was like being normal they had a lot of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Where was that in the last movie? You know? What, what was anybody? That? Oh, yeah. Anybody right. remember yeah. the last I already movie forgot Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, that was, that was definitely a lot more chemistry here. And even, I don't think Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson act- ever actually dated in real life, did they? Um, I don't know. But him and Penelope Cruz dated in real life. But I thought chemistry in this movie made a lot more sense to me. It's the paradox. Um, Scientists are yeah, still maybe, maybe that's what it is. Trying to figure it out. It's like the uh, the Friends episode where Joey says, uh, you know, if they got together in real life, their on screen chemistry is going to be terrible. Yeah, your knowledge of Friends lore is a lot stronger than ours is. <laughs> um, we talk about like that first date scene with like the lobster. Do you guys remember that? That was a good scene, <laughs> dude. I can't think of a worse first date food. And it was such a gross fuck. I was so distracted, dude. He was like covered in lobster guts all over his hands. He's like licking his fingers. Like completely disagree. You like that. You like the lobster shit all over him. Yes. Well, obviously, yes. But like Mm -hmm. as of someone who is in a long term committed relationship, like those Mm -hmm. nights where we're going out and Digging into some gross food is actually the time I have like the most fun on date nights. Um, you get to have conversations that are you know about the food and like really mean them. A lot of times when people are maybe going on first dates, they're struggling to come up with conversations and fucking talk about the food, you know. And so if the food is really funny. If, the, if there's a lot going on, you mm. can be kind of your more natural self and react to things that are happening to both of you. I think that's... It's a bit of an Exactly. Icebreaker. It's a really good way yeah. to get past, like, the awkwardness of sitting around a tiny little cocktail table. Nobody looks pretty breaking into I lobster think, uh, claws. Yeah, just get it over with. Get, yeah. <laughs> get dirty. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point, Ryan. From a date standpoint, I get that. I just, maybe from a movie standpoint, I was like, this is fucking gross. Like, I don't like seeing other people do it. Like, maybe I would like to do it. But I don't, I don't want to watch them. There was a lot of like eating and talking with their mouth full in this movie. You know? Good. 
That's what life is like. I don't want to be reminded of real life when I watch movies. <laughs> you watch like rom-coms for an escape. <laughs> Nobody ate in Interstellar. Oh, it was all corn. Corn. <laughs> Fuck corn. <laughs> um, the one scene that has kind of it's just one hundred percent Matthew McConaughey. He's on the. I think he gets a call from her. She's moved on to calling his work office to try and annoy him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he says something. She's like, "Does that psycho babble really work on women?" <laughs> all this, and it's like, "Yeah, you know it does," because Matthew McConaughey's made a lot of money and been in a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that psycho babble really does work. He really uh, maxed out the uh, talking about random bullshit in this in this one. It's like when we're talking about true love, like I think if he wasn't an actor, he would be a salesman like he is in this movie, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think he might be in prison. <laughs> the funny part too about the concept of this movie, right, is because he's competing with these these two other women who are salesmen. Um, this company, right? So like, if he wins this bet, he gets the contract over them, right? And the whole concept of what they're arguing is, I guess, kind of what women want as far as, like, diamonds go. Like, that's kind of what they're arguing about. And so they're literally in a board meeting, and these women are talking about what women want. And he bursts in, he's like, shut up, I know what women want, it's this. And then the male boss is like, yeah, you're right, these women are wrong. And he yeah. opens up the window, and he's like, "Hey, women, this is what you want." And someone told him to go fuck himself. Hey, lady, but like, get frosted. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, go frost yourself. It's so brilliant. That's what women want. And I, I just every time Matthew McConaughey says a line like that, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Well, there's there's an inherent there's a bigger problem, right? Because this movie is the concept of this movie is that these women worked very hard to get to where they are and persevered through probably a lot of, you know, corporate misconduct. And they finally yeah. get up to the top and it gets suddenly gets taken away from them by a guy who has done no prep work, who is not experienced in this field of work. It's their expertise. And he's like, but I wanna. And he gets to do it. Like that yeah, is the real story the of this end, movie. Totally, dude. And at the end, he loses the fucking bet because the boss goes up to Kate Hudson and he's like, she, he's like, do you love him? And she's like, what? No, it's only been 10 days. But then he still goes up to... He wins the bet. He wins the bet. He goes up to, he goes up to her. He's like, so, do you love him? She's like, she was in but love. it's only been 10 days. And she looks at him starry-eyed and he goes and up like, to Matt and he's like, you got the pitch. Oh, I kind of thought, I kind of saw it as... No. She, he, he felt bad and wanted to do it anyways. Wanted to give it to him anyways, because <laughs> he's sexist. <laughs> well, I totally did not get that because no, I've no, seen this movie won, twice, and both times I'm like, "Wow, fuck that!" Guy. The, the old guy was supposed <laughs> to be the person who understands love. He understands yeah. that someone who's only been seeing someone for ten days isn't going to say, "I'm in love." Mm-hmm. If they're really in love, they're going to be like, "Well, you know, we'll see," but it's they're going to have a look in their eyes. So he got a read on her, and so he yeah. he knew. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're close to that. He's got a look in her eyes. You know, you can tell me. You can... <laughs> okay, so I, I, okay, that makes that makes a lot more sense. Um, I thought he was just being 
uh, a dickhead. <laughs> that uh, party would be one that uh, our plus one from our plus ones app would not be allowed in. <laughs> Why? Because Dude, they were letting party people wear multi-million so... dollar diamond necklaces. <laughs> and it'd be like, that's, it'd be like, but that's the inherent value of the app is that you can get into places that you would, you know, mm -hmm. where the upward mobile. That's what we're targeting. You know, people who want to be on the new group. Like, man, well, I've been swimming in shit for 40 years. I want to wear some diamonds. That's okay, what we're doing. We gotta, for the low price we gotta of We got to tell people bucks. about the app. We got to okay, tell people about Plus One if they haven't okay, seen Argo. Okay, okay, okay. The, the app was developed in our Argo episode called, and we called it, what, the Argonauts? It's Plus One app. There's different ideas. Yeah, it's there's infiltrating and there's exfiltrating. <clears throat> exfiltrating is like, you know, the pre-Uber. Like, you're in a situ social situation, you don't want to be there. You use our app, and we send someone to make up a family emergency, and we get you out. And then, the genius is that there's a separate thing called infiltrating. And people can buy and sell plus one invites to events on our marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so you see, like, oh, shit, this guy's going to a, you know, a, a law firm social. I want to meet a rich lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come meet some rich lawyer lady. I'm going to buy this plus one and, and pretend to be this guy's cousin. This has dangerous implications because you could have like a heist thing where I'm like, I'm going to get in on a plus one app yeah. and go to this party where I can wear diamonds. Yeah, we, we, have, we have a disclaimer. We have a service agreement. Yeah, we're not responsible for any heists mm -hmm. um, or, or anything. Yeah, we call them click wrap. That's fine. If it's in the click wrap, it's okay. Is that what they call it when they say it's not our fault? Yeah, click. Well, that's in literally on a computer program when you have to click a button and say I accept. Mm -hmm. That's a click wrap. Perfect. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, this would be a, this would be a good plus one thing. I thought that party was super fucking gross. Actually, it was like, oh, that guy over there, he controls seventy percent of the world's diamonds, and it's like, isn't that so cool? It's like, if you control seventy percent of the world's diamonds. We're probably responsible for some level of fucked up, like... War crimes. War yeah. crimes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy has blood on his hands, for sure. I thought I, one of the scenes was pretty funny, where um, she, she, like, Matthew McConaughey is trying to get out of a date with her, and she's like, oh, I have these tickets to, like, this, the front row. And he's like, oh, shit, and he thinks it's, like, X game. And it was, like, a Celine Dion concert he walked out of. But, like, his expression walking out made me laugh so hard. He has, like, his hand on his chest. But the fact that he also bought a Celine Dion shirt yeah. after the concert. <laughs> so... You know, I like to fucked think up. that he, he enjoyed it that much. <laughs> this movie was made in, like, what, 2003? Yeah. And Celine Dion is still doing that stuff. She's Others? still doing that same tour. The Titanic yeah. tour? <laughs> like 18 years later after this movie. My heart will go on fucking slaps, dude. It is a My heart will song. go on. Will go on. Will go on. And you know what? If I had the opportunity to see a Celine Dion concert, if someone's like, I got two tickets, I'm going to say yes nine times out of ten. <laughs> let's, let's wrap up our, um, our, 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 little, our little thing about this movie and get into our reviews. But can we talk about the end scene real quick? About where um, they're kind of doing that strangely good musical number? between Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, mm. where Kate Hudson gets, you know, pretty drunk after hearing about the bet, and she goes up on stage, and she's like, ladies and gentlemen, and then says that he's going to sing a song to the crowd, and they break out into a rendition of You're So Vain. Like, I thought that was a pretty good scene, where they're kind of rhyming and talking about what they did to each other. Yeah. The French lady um, loves it. 
That was the funny part. Is that it was? I thought it was terrible. And it was. It's a cringe scene. Yeah, for sure. Well, right, but you I thought, thought it, worked, it was funny. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, I thought it was funny because the the one lady, like, what, what was she French? The one lady yeah, like loved that. it. There's this old woman in the scene who is getting down to this terrible duet, and she's very obviously mm-hmm. not like socially aware. That was pretty good. She's like the she's like the main person in the event. Like the event is held in her honor. So I guess essentially the point what the joke was that everybody had to act like it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I just feel like they didn't dwell on because after that everything falls apart. They do the musical number. Uh, they don't see each other for a week. But like they don't really. I guess I would just like them to apologize to each other or something to digest the fucked up thing they do to each other before they can get together. I just thought it was kind of rushed at the end where they're like, "Yay, they're together." Well, regular style. We can make a well. This is, we got another f- uh, fan edit <laughs> where we dub that scene into the movie. <laughs> I can play Kate Hudson. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's blonde. Um, and I, I think you look got stunning in a yellow dress. Ooh, mm-hmm. I've got a wig that matches McConaughey's hair perfectly. I should wear it for one of these episodes. <laughs> Finale. Um, okay, okay. Well, okay, so we were talking about for love or for money, dude. Like, you could fucking gamify the bet they were in because they could have just lied, dude. Like they said, he could have just told Kate Hudson about the bet day one it would have been like hey if we go to this party can you just fucking tell the guy that you're in love with me and yeah dump me I'll get the job or i'll dump yeah you. or vice versa yeah she yeah. can be like hey can you you know they didn't need to do this quote-unquote proof thing and go through all this drama they could have just done it Denali, well, i don't I think... know the last time you went to a bar and uh met a person and then had the idea mm, to tell never. them that <laughs> you start hitting on them and then you're like hey by the way i've got a bit going on okay right now. <laughs> there's nothing Listen. in it for you except this party <laughs> i need you to pretend okay, like you love be... me that's the stipulation of the plus one app though like it's almost like airbnb where you put in the note and be like oh. okay instead of paying me you just need to say that you love me for this one fucking party, and I will bring you to the sickest diamond party in New York. That's fair. Yeah. That's where the app comes in. I think mm, the app, now that we're thinking about it, like, I wouldn't always want, I wouldn't always feel okay bringing, like, random strangers into my places with me. You're not you. You don't have to use. That's, that's the beauty. Trainers. You don't have to use the plus one app. The plus one app is for psychos who are like, yeah, I'll invite somebody. <laughs> that's true, but like, I don't have to use it if I have a problem with it. Yeah. Okay. So we, like a lot of harm could go through that. I think we talked about there has to be oh, a profile absolutely. too. Like you have to have some basic information <laughs> yeah. in there and be and like and the seller has to okay high rating. The yeah. seller the seller has to okay you. That's a great can, idea, we though. We can integrate a swiping thing. Alternate purchasing options? Like, be like, mm-hmm. um, you, I need a guest to this plus one, and there's really, really good barbecue. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> it's like, you have to tell my boss <laughs> yeah. you love me. You get free barbecue and party. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We ready for the, ready for the reviews? You guys want to give those uh those map meter scores, the the meter, the Macogany meter, what do we call it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
one? The Macomanometer. Brian, you got that it's number? It's up on board. You got that uh, number for your, your I rating? I don't. I'm, I'm waiting for Fresh inspiration. I'm, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm waiting for inspiration to hit me. Okay, okay. I'm going to talk through some things. Am I first again? Yeah, you're, all, yeah, you're always first, man. Oh, you said the bar. We're gonna yeah, I thought we were going to rotate. Okay. Um, look, it, I like the guy. Like, he did a really good job. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there were parts of the script that he couldn't control. And I think that maybe Kate Hudson's character suffered more from that than his. But I think he did a really good job. Almost no knocks against him in performance. Especially mm -hmm. the scene where he goes to his family's house. And oh, yeah. they're playing cards with their family. And it's like a funny... That's when they realize that they actually like each other. Great stuff. Um, he's shirtless, baby. Like, woo! Look great. Okay, now, does, does, uh, it's pretty obvious. Does he wax his body? I did not see a single hair on his entire body. Uh, Probably. Man, that, that guy was glistening. The other thing is uh, he doesn't wear deodorant. I, I read that recently. Yeah, don't yeah. let this guy be governor. He was... He was... <laughs> He was using crystals at the time of filming this movie to reduce. Uh, he was not using deodorant. That was uh, apparently a big thing. What? Like he he smelt really bad. He wasn't using deodorant. He was using is that crystal. true? Yeah. I, I mean, it could be true. I read it online, so I kind of take it as fact. <laughs> okay, I have That's heard awesome. rumors. That's awesomely about hilarious. That. Um, but yeah, he was Go hairless. Ahead shirtless at the same okay. time he was pretty ripped he's pretty like muscular like he was a little bit more built than i had imagined him um look like beef jerky man yeah yeah he's a little more a little bit more built in this movie than in my dreams <laughs> and then uh i thought him and kate hudson had great 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 chemistry and he was slutty like pretty early on he was ended up being you know the more level-headed like in control of their impulses person but he was slutty out the gate and everybody talked about how his like sexual conquests were legendary so i i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him a nine nine on the mccommonometer those are big numbies. he did well in this movie and wasn't a creep right mm. mm-hmm he wasn't a creep, but he was, you know, horny. He was a horn dog. So but not in a way that was like threatening or weird. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like, or like you make mm -hmm. yourself feel unsafe. He did. Like in Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. He, I've never felt comfortable enough, like talking to somebody the first night that I've met them to put my hand on the small of their back. That kind of weirded me out. Oh, right when they were walking out the door? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought I was that. the only one who like, noticed that. I was like, fuck? yeah, don't do that. Yeah. So it was, it was off. That was like an actor thing. I think that's like a, you know, they don't quite get that right out of real life because they get, this is the whole problem, and... isn't it? They get like more, f they know each other more familiar than we know because they've been around sure. set with each other and stuff. So not the first movie they've had together. And well, this one might have been, but they were, they were in Fool's Gold, right? This was before Fool's Gold, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, nine so maybe a nine. Big high praise. It's good. This is a good McConaughey sample, you're thinking? Yeah. Start here. Hmm. Jace? I, th I think I have to give my first uh, decimal score. What? 
Oh yeah, come to the dark side, Jace. I don't. Uh, I don't know that I'm the more well, okay, precise this is, side. <laughs> actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, raise raise the point. You guys can. You actually, we we brought it up already. So uh, I've got hair as a one. I think the hair is oh, great. Really? In this movie. Yeah, I think. Well, hair I think great, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant one is a bad. One one point for hair is a solid hair yeah, style, technical like scoring list, yeah. technical scoring okay. list. Yeah, um, monologuing, one, is fantastic, as he is in every movie. Um, staring into the camera, one. I have to give him a zero for all right. I didn't catch an all right, and I don't think it's I fair right. if I if I miss the all right to get. Okay, so my decimal score comes in. I don't know how to address this. He had a pretty good entrance. He was on the motorcycle. It was the entrance, the intro to the shirtless scene. But does it compare to coming up out of the depths of the ocean on top of a golden casket? Or out of a mm. tank? Or out of a tank? Yeah, I don't know if I could. If I, so, I'm thinking like it was. Pre, it was pretty cool, but it's either a zero or a point five or. A, yeah. No. Well, I mean, like, okay, huh? okay, Chase. Maybe let, let, let me make up your mind. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Or a bit. Yeah. Let me make, help. The <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Consider a different actor. If a different actor was had replaced Matthew McConaughey, would he have maybe perhaps mm. been okay with this entrance? Or is this an entrance that Matthew McConaughey would have been like insistent on? I gotta, I gotta, you know, show up to this set, have an awesome entrance, and then they write this entrance, and he's like, "Yeah, that works." Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Who are the other player? Who are the other big players though in the rom com scene at this time? Well, are they ripped? Do they ride motorcycles? Well, okay, let's just take Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. This is more of a Ben Affleck intro to me than it is a Matthew McConaughey intro. Ben Affleck is a little more subtle. I can't imagine him getting off that bike and saying, "Hey, ladies, hey, ladies." Yeah, I can't either. Man. Hey, ladies. I think, I think hey, it's ladies. a McConaughey intro. And then you've but it's got not the cool. classic rock song blasting. They didn't even tell Matthew McConaughey to say, hey, ladies, that wasn't in the script. That was just him. I, be I would believe that. <laughs> I would believe all of his lines are ad-libbed by how he acts. Yeah. I'm pretty down the middle because I can't imagine another actor getting that exact entrance. Go with your heart, Jace. Um, okay, zero. It wasn't cool. Yeah, he like backed into the space on a motorcycle, right? He was like, Ryan, don't lobby Jason's score. He's gotten well, Danelli. So you him. think you think it would be a one? I don't let me influence. No, I do. That's tech. what I'm asking here. I'm influenced. Yes, I would my, say it's a one. I thought change. it was pretty fucking cool. All right, his, his motorcycle seat was cool. See, I'm pretty. Yeah, okay. Um, for for the space that they're allowed to play in within this movie, as a rom com, it's pretty cool. Uh, overall, and then quality and quantity. <laughs> Uh, Matt, I think he did a great job. The uh, the acting in each of the scenes where he was like unsettled by what Kate Hudson was doing, I think were pretty cool. He did good, a, a believable job of being somebody who's like, I've got to fucking do this, or I'm not gonna get the job. <laughs> um, I be believe very well that he just like loves the people that are in his life to a very high level with how, like how he acted in the family scene. Mm -hmm. So. I'm also going to give him a nine. He's going to lose a point for not saying all right. He's going to lose a point for not saying all right. I love it, man. <laughs> That's good. Good stuff. It would have been an 8.5, but 
Denali, you're right. It was pretty cool, and it's a rom-com, so he wasn't going to, like, fly out of the air and, like, land on the ground superhero style and then be like, all right, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then it would have been a 10 if it was all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. You look all awesome. right. We got, we got a nine. We got a nine. <laughs> Fellas, what we saw here today I think is peak McConaughey, all right? Like everything about him, I think is in this movie is is distilled about what you want in his essence. I think you're seeing McConaughey in his most stereotypical, but also in his most likable. I think considering the circumstances, um, yeah, there's like the weird misogynistic shit he has in there. But when you look at him, like overall as a person, he seems like a friendly guy, someone you'd get along with. Uh, you know, he he loves his family. He's uh, you know being really receptive on his dates on here. Um, he just seems like a really cool dude in here. And it wasn't unlikable like how I saw him in Ghost of Girlfriend's past. Um, he was a peak, like, his hairstyle was great, man. His his bod was was shredded. These are the, these are the things you, you, you come for in a, in a Matthew McConaughey movie. So, guys, I'm going to have to give this a 10. Like, I think this is a flawless uh, McConaughey sample. Yeah, he didn't say all right. But th when you talk about essence, man. When you're talking about his concentrated McConaughey juice, this is this is peak. Yeah, that's great, man. I'm glad you. I'm happy that you're happy. I just don't like you throwing around the word essence and juice. I feel it. I think McConaughey <laughs> I mean, would love it. He doesn't wear deodorant, man. He's got a fucking essence. Ugh. It's whatever his essence is. Whatever you scrape off of him, it's you know it's that oil the shower scene him. in this movie wasn't actually written in the script either. And Kate Hudson just was like, "Hey, let's throw in a shower scene, and maybe I'll think it's a part of the script." And it was the first time he showered is in like three weeks. That's what it. Who the fuck takes their new girlfriend to their parents' house and bangs her in the, in the shower at their parents' house? What an asshole. They know yeah. you're both in there. All right, fellas. We ready to get into our movie reviews. Yeah, I mean, and I don't have much to say, right? Like, a rom-com is a rom-com. You can't talk about well, a lot of things. A, hey, rom-com, Ryan. This is a flip-the-script wacky yeah. rom-com with a unique concept. I didn't like the ending very much. You know, like we've mentioned, mm -hmm. it was rushed. There was just like, oh, totally, yeah, I hate you. And then the next scene, they were trying to find each other, and it just ended. It just sort of, it just sort of ended. She didn't yeah. get to the airport either. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, it just, just have it in trying the to airport. find, trying to find someone, like, on the Manhattan Bridge is impossible. It's a scary so, looking bridge. Yeah, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't have liked this movie if I was watching it in any other context. But knowing how low he can go with Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, like, this was a pretty decent rom-com for me. It was pretty heavy on the calm, not very heavy on the rom. And I like that because mm -hmm. there's tension in there. Like, the whole movie is about how to lose a guy, and therefore the rom is inherently kind of flipping on its head. But this, that was pretty good. The, a lot of the banter was pretty realistic. Like, pretty, the dialogue was pretty good. I don't know how much of that was, you know, double m throwing them down but or if it was just like a good script but um i don't know i'm gonna go with six six is above average solid six for me like yeah. 
I try to keep genre in mind as well. If I keep, if I really think about keeping genre in mind, this is probably like closer to like a seven or an eight. Mm -hmm. But I just don't really like rom coms all that much, so it's going to bring it down to a six. It's fair. So it's a rom com eight for you, but maybe a, a regular yeah. movie six. Uh, and Catherine Hahn is responsible single handedly for probably two of those points. Like she was so <laughs> funny. She played this sex, sex she therapist was, at one point. Yeah. And her, her mannerisms... Was it just a regular couples therapist, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, her mannerisms and everything were so funny. I don't have anything really profound to say to wrap this up. I'm just going to let it go. Six. Solid six. There we have it, folks. Jace? Yeah, I'm, I'm categorizing it. Like, if you're... I can't. You can't compare this movie to fucking Interstellar. <laughs> You're not gonna have both of <laughs> yeah, them on the doors. screen and yeah. be like, "Huh." <laughs> um, within like the rom com sphere, I'm gonna give the movie a seven. I think the movie's a seven. Mm -hmm. I think uh, a lot of the comedy hit for me. I think Kate Hudson and McCannomony, McCannomony, had pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, they worked well together. <laughs> it's not biology. Pretty good uh, geography. Uh, yeah, pretty good geography together. Um, I found myself, I think one of the reasons that I'm going to give it a seven is I got like halfway through the film and we McConaughey, McConaughey's character is just being like really nice and sweet because he's trying to make this girl fall in love and he's, you know, not doing anything psycho, but he's being what you consider a good boyfriend and she's just like off the chains like doing shit that i was like i was so angry i'm like watching the movie and i'm like oh my fucking god i can't believe it how can you deal with this that is so stupid i was like oh i hate this person and i was like oh wait that's actually exactly what they want me to feel like that's the point <laughs> and i was like oh the, the movie's doing its job and from that point on, I enjoyed it a bit more. Um, so, seven. Six and a seven. I'm going to have to also uh, go for a six, I think, on this one. Uh, it was kind of down the middle. Uh, I'll give it a, like a one point up, just because I, it got some laughs out of me. Um, I think I, I kind of enjoyed uh, parts of it. Uh, as far as rom-coms go, this is a great... Uh, we used the term core sample early on the podcast. I think this is a good good sample of like what a rom-com could be. Um, something with mid two thousands energy. It's it's kind of funny. Um, there's there's not a lot whole lot other stuff going on here. I think the concept was pretty fun. Um, I think mm -hmm. it, I think it made it a little more interesting than kind of just like the boy meets girl run of the mill shit that you normally see. Um, yeah, there was some weird aspects that don't age well, but you know it's I'm kind of expecting that at this point with two thousands Matthew McConaughey movies. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, if people bring it up, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And that's that's pretty much all I'd say about it. Going to be a six. Not bad, McConaughey. Totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. It's a rom-com. Yeah. Really... What are you going to do? I was thinking, I mean, <laughs> what's the best? Is there a best rom-com? I think they're all, all uh, the saw... Christmas-based rom-coms are, end up they end up being a little better because I've seen, um, was it the holiday? The one with Chris Jack Stewart? Black and oh, well, that's that's happiest season, but that was also a pretty good. That was a pretty good rom com. Yeah, 
Um, the holiday oh, was, was, was the, yeah. the switcheroo movie, you know? Yeah. So there's, is Christmas rom-coms just categorically better? It might be. Um, I'm trying to think of more. <laughs> I gotta ask Amber Shilda. I'm gonna ask Julie real quick. Because then we should just do a season of Christmas rom-coms around the holidays. <laughs> it's like, I love all these! Fuck! I like the Christmas special, though. Like, that was fun. Our Christmas special? Yeah. That wasn't... Was that a rom... I guess it was sort of a rom-com. It was. It was a, it was a com with rom elements. Um, but, you know, guys, we... Uh, I think we got a nice middle-of-the-road movie here. Um, we've, we've gotten some decent samples. We've got Matt at some low points. And we got some. We got mad at some high points, and we hit him in the middle. Now I think oh, it's open season. You know, we can hit him at any point. What are you guys thinking for the uh, the next episode, the next movie, The Dark Tower? Oh boy! Oh yeah, there Dude. we go. <laughs> Actually, though, <laughs> seventeen. I kind of want to see it though. Six sixteen percent critic score, forty five percent tomato meter. I could do Dark Tower or Magic Mike, Days and the Confused. I have a Matthew McConaughey streaming service at this point. Oh, Days and Confused is on Amazon Prime. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Okay. For for not rent. So there's that. I just I feel like we should probably see it just because it's his breakout role. And it's actually got yeah, pretty high. And it's got old Ben. Yeah, and it's got old Ben. Like we can revisit I need, a, an I need another hit. I need a, another hit on that Ben joint. Okay, another hit from the Ben Bong. That would have been so much better. Ben Bong, oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do Days of Confused. And I'm smoking Crystal Matt. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Let's do Days of Confused. I'm a vote. Uh, yeah. I, Jace, are you? What are you thinking? That'd be down for Days I, of Confused. I, but if you, I'm if fine. You're I'm down for else, it. The one thing that I want to see in the next movies is like a genre change. And I can't tell if we're oh, going to get okay. the same exact thing that we just got from Matt. I don't like, I understand we're, we're rating him on that, but no, I do want to see, see you want, I want to see him in like, this is a little different. Okay. I want to see him in a serious role. That's not uh ridiculous here shortly. Gotcha. Okay. I'm fine with days and confused. We're, I think that's probably one that we absolutely should watch at some point in this. I just want an ensemble, though. You know, keep that in mind. Yeah. Then what's a? Should we watch Lincoln Lawyer then, or Gold? The one where he's like that a crazy I'm be guy. Put on the spot. <laughs> we don't have to do Lincoln Lawyer okay. if you don't want to do. Matthew McConaughey looks fucking good. And days in general, or oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Man. Mm. Nineteen ninety-three, the day, the year I was born. In nineteen ninety-three. 12, 11 days after I was yeah. born, Matthew McConaughey was in Dazed and Confused. Well, I was conceived to this movie. So, Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused looks a lot like my dad. And oh, I was born in 1994. Hello. Oh, <laughs> God! It's actually nine months Maybe after this <laughs> Maybe no. you owe your existence to this no. movie. Wow. This has a lot of people that we have seen before. Has one of the dudes from okay. the movie we just watched. It has Ben. It has Joey Lauren Adams. Guys, if we can't get a majority vote, 
I'm defaulting to Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation. See, that's oh, the issue. We have 10 movies, and I do want to watch that. And now I want to watch Tiptoes. But I also want to watch movies that are from this fucking generation. We haven't watched. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Uh, I don't know what we're doing. We can, we can watch a more it. modern movie. I just want to do Dark Tower. That's really shitty. I don't know. <laughs> you guys I'd rather do Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation than anything else. Honestly, now that I see it, because I didn't realize that he was in that. He's the lead. And we haven't had a horror movie. And I love yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the original. It's like one of my favorite movies. It's the reboot, sort of, almost. It's the soft reboot. And he plays the murderer. Huh. You guys should pick. I don't know. I mean, if you guys want to do Days and Confused, man. I feel like if we did ranked choice voting, Days and Confused would probably sake. win. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll I'll go for Days and Confused. If Jason, you're cool with that, and Ryan, you seem want you want to do it. I think we should maybe just do it because yeah, I think we, we got to do it anyways. Yeah, we have to. This is a ninety-two ninety. We have to drop to real shitty after this movie. After Days and Texas Confused, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Tiptoes. Or the Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. Let's watch. Let's watch Days Confused, and then we'll take another trip to Shitsville. <laughs> this? Um, and then we got to finish strong. Remember that, guys. We have to finish strong on episode ten for Matthew McConaughey. To give him a good send off. So we got five more so, movies. No, we've got. We've got a lot of. We've got five more with. movies. Yeah. We got four uh, more. This is I want to watch Mutt. That's not how numbers work. Okay. We've got five more. Six, seven, five eight, plus nine, five ten. is ten. <laughs> Look, guys, I haven't taken a math class in almost ten years. <laughs> we shouldn't even teach kids math. It lets them think on their own. Yeah, just do a number pushing class because that's all you need to do. Calculators, just push this. Uh, okay. Well, if y'all are all right with days and confused, I think we'll we'll go in on this. Yeah, let's do it. Then, as stated, we will go down into Shitsville the week after, watch a shitty mm -hmm. movie, because we want yeah. a good sample. There we go, folks. Next week is Dazed and Confused. Should be on Amazon Prime, I think. So if y'all want to watch along and uh, enjoy us for next week, um, let us know what you think. Please, uh, you know, subscribe to our podcast if you want. Maybe throw a review. Helps us uh, climb those charts. Or just send um, us five dollars in the mail. Ooh, yeah. Um, send us send us one of those uh, those Lincolns. Our mail. address we'll is fourteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue, mm. Washington D.C. That sounds like the address of where Lincoln used to live. If you, if we get enough Lincolns in the mail, uh, we'll do Lincoln lawyer, and then Ryan has to give a dissertation on his profession. Uh. uh Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. See our faces. Uh, tell your friend about us. <laughs> um, and then, so the other week we told you guys to uh, tell your grandparents about us. Uh, this week I want you to to tell uh, your crush about us. You know, <gasps> recommend us to your crush. Yeah. We, we watched a rom com, um, so I think that's that's gonna be our, our new challenge for you this week. Just just recommend us to to one of your crushes. Mm -hmm. and shit in their house and don't flush it if you end up not liking them yeah, yeah. And, and then and then get a new crush and tell them about it too 
<laughs> and then they'll hear this episode <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, that's why he shat my toilet. He just didn't have, <laughs> he was too passive aggressive to break it off. Couldn't tell me in person. That's our show, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. That was Good Boys Gone Bland, episode 15. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GBGBs1. Have a good, what's our, do we have a sign off, guys? I was thinking about a sign off phrase. Good you boys know. gone, bye bye. Good boys <laughs> gone, bye. <laughs> good, good boys gone to bed. Um.